You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. God, it is still such an amazing song. It is. It really is. It is. It's pertinent at any time, which is what a great musician is, is they can make music that doesn't need to be for a specific time period. Wow. That was very deep. I am so deep. That was really deep, Sarah. Wow. What an amazing way to start the show I am like a philosopher over here. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. Okay. Thank you. Here I am. I didn't know that I was supposed to say something. You always say something. It's the Greg show over there. But you always say say your own name afterward. (laughs) Okay. Are we? God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> what? I was trying to do the intro. Why and do you, I, I never I know. say anything after no, you, you say my name. No, you always do. I do not. Ask people who listen. When Greg says, I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. Oh my God, you don't. I totally fucked I that up. I don't say anything. I fucked anything. that up. No, that was me. I do not say That was 100% me. Yeah, that was that was all on my end. Like, what the hell are you talking you about? You didn't do it. No, you, no, you did nothing wrong. I, that was all on me. Oh my God, Greg. <laughs> I, I'm so programmed for the normal intro music that it's just like I don't. Th- there's no thought involved. That this threw me off, and I thought and I should never think, never, never, think. never, it's not good never, for never you. think. It is it's not good for me. It's not good for me. Do um, we leave this in the show? No. 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 Oh my god. Oh boy, guys, this is this is my fault. Oh boy. Oh boy, I've really. Uh, you are going to get tired of going this time. I'm in the doghouse, you guys. Oh, butternuts. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what the flying fuck, Greg? I don't know, man. I I by the time I reach Friday, like my I'm at my very end of the rope. And uh and it just uh, it just it just, sometimes it's a little bit rough. It's a little hard. Keelan just says we expect better. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. I love you. <laughs> All right, we'll just leave it as it is. Wait, are we still going? I don't know. Are we still? No, let's redo it. Well, we sound insane. Yeah, let's redo it. Yeah, well, yeah. No, but maybe we should. Maybe people need a little insanity. You know what? Everyone's probably feeling this way, and maybe not everyone has a. Yeah, microphone but we don't ever put out a product where we're screwing up this much. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was you. That was totally. And me. I like having the beginning of it with you admitting that you screwed up. Okay, fine. Yeah, I know. Now you get it on tape, and I'm, I'm, I'm admitting it. Usually, I just cut that out afterward. Kills <laughs> just says, "Guys, we've heard the show." Before. All right, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do Aren't so. I supposed of course, to say we are live. Say my name. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment. Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do that every single day. I made it through. Uh, all right, so let's just explain something really quick. So the beginning of the show, we were playing uh, Leonard Cohen because of two reasons. One, his connection to our show, which was, if you're a longtime listener, you know, we started this show seven years ago. After getting fired from radio, mm. um, we watched Pump Up the Volume. And we got if you've never seen up. it, yeah, yeah, if you've never seen it, it's a great movie. Christian Slater, 
probably a late 80s movie where he has a pirate radio station. Uh, it's, I, I believe 1990, Greg. 1990, mm-hmm. uh, where he's got a pirate radio station. And so we got fired from commercial radio, and we're starting this podcast. You know, the man got rich. You and know, we the, totally, yeah, and we totally identified with the like, song yeah, and with perfect. the movie, and the, the song is in the movie. And we're like, okay, this is exactly... Yeah. This is this is what we want to do. Yeah. And so that's what we that was our old intro to the show was playing part of that. And we did that for probably a couple of years or so, I think. And uh and then Tim Carter wrote the intro that we have right now. But yeah, it was it was really really uh cool uh, playing that for for so long and just kind of relating to that. But Leonard Cohen did pass away yesterday. And so adding to the list of 2016 musicians. Oh man. Man, there are a lot of them. That have gone this this but year. As I said, Greg, his music will live on. His music will live on, which is a, so an we will celebrate gift it. That a, yeah, that an artist can leave somebody. So I mean, like, even though we are sad, at least we have the gift of his music. That oh wow, See, God, again, I am so good just, right just now. Just damn, it's like you're an NPR, like like you're writing Hallmark cards. I could never or be calm enough. Uh, no, you wouldn't be able to do NPR. I think I, I don't know if I could. No, no, you wouldn't be able to speak that low and soft for that <clears> long. <throat> I think, uh, try it. Try it right now. uh, You don't need music for it. NPR does not. What am I supposed to read? Just talk about, uh, talk about, I don't know, anything. Talk about tote bags. It's a beautiful day here in downtown Portland, Oregon. There were riots last night downtown because of some shitheads. However. You can't say shitheads. Oh, I can't say shitheads? can't say shitheads on NPR. Okay. Hello, this is NPR. I am a boring white woman. (laughs) Welcome to our program. Today in Portland, it's a balmy 67 degrees. With a chance of rain. Rain. It's cleansing. Oh, my God. No, now you're just creeping me out. I don't know what that was. I don't know either. I don't know what it's <laughs> I don't listen to NPR. I think I'm the only person that doesn't, but I don't. I find it so boring. Oh, I know. I know you hate NPR. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is not your... Yeah, you would never last on there. I think I would be able to do it. I could totally do it. Well, you do a lot of boring things. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it pays, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, that's well, that's probably too much to admit to. But anyway, um, let's talk about something that was exciting <laughs> and fun. So we had our big muck-up intro there. I, it's been a long week, and I want to say a quick thank you to everybody for last night. So last night, uh, we had uh, the first of our uh, Fun Employment Radio bingo nights for the winter season. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. It was so needed. To just have a break with a bunch of cool people who showed up, um, had some drinks, relaxed, acted like idiots, mm. you know, playing bingo. and That was so fun. I mean, it's just dumb bingo, but it's, it's so much fun. And it's just what I needed. Like, we got to hang out with you know, a bunch of people and yeah. lots of laughs. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a really good time. And I just wanted to say a personal thank you to everybody who was able to come down and hang out. It seems like everybody had a really good time and kind of needed it, too. So it's a it's a friendly place. We're going to be doing more of these. Yeah, and too. thank you to everyone who also tried to come down. Yeah, I was unable people, to. We heard from a lot of people who got stuck in traffic. A lot of stuff was happening in Portland yeah. last night. So, I mean, like, people tried to come down. Just thanks for making the effort. And, yeah, try to make it to the next one if you can. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not in Portland, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I'm sorry you can't make it to these things. But we'll have more and more stuff going on. So, if you you ever are here, uh, great. Otherwise, we'll hang out with you via podcast as well. But thank there you to Landmark are. Saloon. We're hanging out in your ears. Small Town Brew. That's so gross. That is just disturbing the way you Why said that. Why is that disturbing? Why is everything I'm doing gross? You're being mean. I'm not saying everything. I did not say everything you're doing was gross. When I did my NPR voice, you said I was being gross. Well, no. I said it was disturbing. But it was <laughs> disturbing. I mean, it was. And But now saying that you're hanging out in everyone's ears, that's a weird way to we put are, that. We are. We are in people's ears. Should that be our new catchphrase for Front Employment Radio? Put us in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your ear. Anyway. Put Greg Nibbler in your ear. <laughs> I'll cut that part out for the uh, pitch the, for the recap that I'm sending. Uh, so big thank you to Landmark Saloon. Oh, wow. 
Big thank you to Landmark Saloon, Small Town Brewery, and, of course, Tullamore Dew Whiskey uh, for sponsoring that last night. We've got more coming, too. There are going to be more of these. We'll announce them. Well, maybe we'll announce one next week. Next week, we'll I like that. We'll That's a good one. timeline, Greg. That's a good timeline. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. Um, so, anyway... Uh, Thanks, uh, as I said, for everybody coming out. It has been such a weird week, though, so there's something I've been wanting to talk about this entire week. Since this show's already insane anyway, I wanted to bring up... Something new and different from our other shows. Right. Well, no, this is particularly an insane one. I've been having, once again, really messed up dreams. And this has kind of been a recurring segment on the show where I, I tell people what my dream is, what's going on, and then maybe everybody can try to analyze it and tell me what's happening with me. Okay. Why this is happening what this means. And this one is one of my my epic dreams where it's it was an all night dream. Does it need like some epic music? Does it need a soundtrack? <sighs> yeah. I mean is it interesting epic? Did something crazy happen? Tell me the crazy Well yeah, it's all crazy. I want to It's know. all I mean, I'm assuming it's all crazy. It's I well, throughout the head, night it, it is. Well throughout the night I woke up and I wrote down notes and then I would fall back asleep and then I would write down more of what happened. And so, so it was one of those ones where it just kept lasting and lasting and then changed. And in the end, you're a jerk. But in, in the middle Wait, of it. me? Yeah, you're in my dream. Yeah, you're not a nice person in my dream. Um, I'm a nice person in life. Well, you weren't to me. And well, I, I, mean, was, that, I woke up a little bit mad at you. Who wants to be nice to you? I woke up a little bit mad at you. Uh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I woke up and I'm like, God damn it, Sarah. Oh, wait, no, that was a dream. That didn't actually happen. Yeah, I woke up. I was kind of pissed. And so so I want to... I wanna, Try to explain what happened in this. Greg Nibbler. No. Talks about his dream. No, I just I want some explanation about. You want me what... to get the dream book? Yeah, maybe. Uh, There's multiple parts you need to, to just this though. Tell me. There's multiple parts to this, of what happened, and it's like an epic adventure, kind of. And uh, and I'm gonna go off of my notes that I wrote down. So there, these were half sleeping notes, okay. but I remember it pretty well. So here's how this dream starts off. Go. Sunny day. I'm at a park, a waterfront park. And there's like a festival going on. And I'm walking through the festival with someone. And the person I'm walking with is Solange Knowles. I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. Are you talking about Beyonce's weird sister? Beyonce Knowles' weird sister. Why would you possibly dream about Beyonce's weird sister? I don't know. I don't know. What? That, that doesn't even make any sense. I don't know. I don't even I don't listen to her music. I barely know what she looks like. So it's Solange, Solange, Knowles, however you say her name. It's me and her, and we're walking around. She's in a white dress, and there's we're not, like, together, but we're just, like, it's kind of datey, kind of date-like. Okay, so you're on a date at a festival at a waterfront with Beyonce's sister. Okay. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm following. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So we're, we're walking around, and we're walking through this, this park, and we look down, and there's a river that's going through the middle of this park. And uh, and Solange, or Solange, whatever, she wants Beyonce, to... Just call her Beyonce's sister. Beyonce's sister. Nobody knows her name. She's just Beyonce's sister. She's Beyonce's sister. Yeah. So Beyonce's sister, <laughs> Jack Keelan already says, Jesus Christ, Greg, you're second best even in your dreams. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Apparently Beyonce couldn't be in my dream, but Beyonce's <laughs> sister, weird sister is. So... <laughs> so who did, this is the first time I think anyone's ever said that they had a dream about Beyonce's sister. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, that's so random. So 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 she wants to go on this on this ride. There's a river and you can um you can raft down this river that's going through this park. 
and she wants to go on a raft ride. So I'm like, all right, Beyonce's sister, we'll go on a raft ride. Well, that's from us going to Hawaii, and maybe you want to, then, you know, I was going to be taking the inner tube ride thing. Ooh. That's what that's from. That could be it. Mm-hmm. How does Beyonce's sister figure into that? I have no idea. Okay, so that's, okay, that's good. That's good. That, you're that always, could be you're what always second fiddle. Maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you're always just this close to yeah. achieving greatness, but uh-huh. eh, not close enough. More of a Frank Stallone than a Sylvester. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so, so we... More of a Steven than an Alec? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Ouch. So, so we get into the, <laughs> we get into the, to the raft. Uh, me and Beyonce's sister, and we're going down the raft. And at some point, she gets out and gets into a different raft. Oh boy! And I'm like, God damn it! I know. Even in my dream, I'm getting ditched by Beyonce's sister. (laughs) In my dream, it's my dream. Like you're having a dream, yeah, where you're just like shooting yourself on the foot over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like you can't even have like things in your dreams. No. Like they're even taken away from you in your dreams. No. <laughs> Beyonce's weird sister ditched me in the dream and got into a different raft. <laughs> was it with another boy? I don't. I I can't see that far. I don't know. But okay. yeah, it was there were other. But people. she just clearly didn't want to did, be around you. She ditched me. There were other people <laughs> in the raft, and she left me alone in the raft. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So that's that's what happened. So. <laughs> All right. So you're now on the raft. That's the end of Beyonce's yourself. sister. So she's out of the picture All right, now. So she's made a cameo. Yeah. She she made a cameo. I okay. thought there was something there. Apparently not. No. She didn't think so. So I'm going down this river in this raft, and it starts getting really, really choppy. Like it gets, uh, there, it becomes really a, a lot of white water, and a lot of like waterfalls. And all of a sudden, I'm by myself, and I go in, and I go um, because Beyonce's sister ditched you. Yeah, Beyonce's sister ditched mm. me. She's having fun with some other dude, and so so I I scoot over to the side, and there's uh, like a cave entrance, and I go into this cave. Okay, so you're in a cave on the raft. I, I'm in a cave alone, on the raft because alone. nobody loves you. Because nobody loves me. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this cave by myself. And the raft starts uh, deflating. So it's in, in, when I'm going in this, it's a huge, it opens up to be a huge cavern. Wow. A huge cavern. And there's like low lights around the side of it. Because Greg's making a big cavern sign with his arms. No, it's huge. Like I can't even see the other side of it. It's, it's enormous, this cavern. And the entrance like closes off. I don't know whether it's a rock fall or what, but all of a sudden it's closed. And it's just me in this giant cavern filled with water. And uh, the raft is deflating, so I am scooting over to the side of this thing, and there's mm-hmm. a ledge around the entire thing. And I'm holding onto this ledge, and as my raft deflates, and there's these low lights like illuminating the cavern from, from below around this edge. It's like a cement edge That's around creepy. the thing. That's creepy. Okay. Yeah, and it's like smooth on the side, so it's almost like it's a big, uh, like a cistern. So it's, it's... A cistern? A cistern, like a... Like it holds water. Oh, like, okay. Like drinking water. Okay. We used to make them uh, liners for them at the pool company. All right. I was so, going to say, I don't think cistern is like in a lot of people's vocabulary. Oh. Yeah. It's like a I don't think so. Water was, reservoir. Am I supposed to know what? Yeah, I know a what drinking, a reservoir drinking is. Water, a drinking water reservoir. A cistern. Usually it's just like for one, like for not a lot of people. It wouldn't be this big. Okay. This is more like an actual reservoir. All right. So now you're in the cistern by yourself. Yeah. And it's covered and it's in this giant cavern. So I'm standing there and I'm, I'm starting to fall, you know, I mean, I can't swim, and I look down into the water, and there's a giant shark swimming along right next to me. Yeah, huge shark in the middle of this cavern. Mm -mm. And so I'm kicking my feet up, trying to get away from the shark, and it doesn't get me. And at that point, this this person pulls me out of the water, and they shove me to the ground. Was it me? No, it was not you. You come into it later. 
So they shove me to the ground and they like tie me up on the back. They tie my hands together. Well, some like bondage shit going on. No, not bondage shit. Like I'm a, I'm their prisoner. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> oh God, no. So they they uh, wrap me up and they shove me down this pathway and I they end up it opens up and I, I walk down into this office like through this tunnel into an office and they shove me down on this thing and uh, onto a chair in this office and they're um, questioning me about why I was there, what I'm doing there, who am I, who do I work for, things like that. And there's this woman who's in charge, and she's, like, yelling at me. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything, blah, 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 blah. I don't know where I'm, I don't know how I got here. I'm Greg. I'm perfect. No, well, so they're all questioning me, and then they all leave the room for a second, and I'm able to untie my hands, and so my arms get free, and I run out. And Again, I, Greg is acting this all out as he's telling the story. He's putting his arms behind his back as if they're no, tied. So I'm escaping the office where these, these three people had held me. It was two guys and a woman. I escape the office, and I run out, and I'm running down the street. And it's like a market, like some kind of a market setting, like a, like a street market. And lo and behold, there you are. I'm running down the there street, I and am. I see you. And I run up to you, and I'm like, Sarah, Sarah, I need your help. I need you to call for help. Like, these people are chasing me. And you look at me, and you're like, no. I'm like, what are you talking about? Please call for help. Seriously, they kidnapped me, and you're like, no. So you're just getting whiny. No, I don't want to. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I need help. And you're just sitting there staring at me. No. No. I'm not going to do it. And I'm, like, so flabbergasted at this point, and you're just being so mean. And at this point, they catch up to me. The bad guys, they catch up to me and they grab me by the arms and they're pulling me into this other room and you just stare at me and you turn around and go back to shopping. And just as, as I'm being... shopping is very important. As I'm being pulled back into this, you know, place where they're keeping me captive, you just look at me glaring because you wouldn't call for help and go back to shopping and it was actually a purse you were looking at. Oh, I do like purses. I do need a new purse, actually. That's why I woke up and I was pissed off My at you. My other one's kind of starting to break. The strap God, doesn't really work very well. So they bring me back into the room. And at this point, they're telling me that, look, okay, we don't know why you're here, but you're going to work for us now. And they start being more friendly to me. And then they're like, you need to fix the cistern. Like, you need to fix the, the water tank. I think they called it a water tank in this. And they gave me a pill. Yes, that because normal people call it a water tank, not well, a cistern. Well, and they bring me back into that giant cavern again. They give me a pill that lets me breathe underwater. And they shove me into the water. And they're like, all right, go fix it. And so the rest of the dream is me swimming around this thing, trying to fix, patch it up. And then I wake up. What does that mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> so what does this mean? Why didn't you help me? And uh, wh- what, is, what does Solange Knowles have to do with it? Well, I think the reason why I wouldn't have helped you is because clearly, like a lot of things that you do, I know that you do have accurate, like you do have stresses that are actually legitimate stresses yeah. in life. But a lot of times you're a little you're a little too stressed out about, like you get yourself worked up really, really easily. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe the dream is showing that maybe not everything that you're worked up about is that big of a deal. Okay. So I mean, I think that you, I think you enjoy being stressed out because it's all that you know. Okay. Like I don't, I, I genuinely don't believe that you know how to relax. Like it's very foreign to you. Even seeing you relaxing, like it's just, it it's looks weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe it's it's your mind telling you to try and figure out how to calm the fuck down. Hmm. What? Okay. Let's see. So you were abandoned by a, a 
a woman. By Beyonce's sister. By Beyonce's sister. Then you go into a cavern. You're pulled out of the water. There's a shark in the water. So the shark obviously represents something. Yeah, and I barely got away from the shark. And someone pulling you out and taking you prisoner from that. So maybe the yeah. shark is something that you have to face, but your fears are holding you prisoner. Oh, okay. And then you walk down to the office where you're not good enough because you have to explain yourself. Yeah. Oh, this is just a big old insecurity oh, dream. Oh, boy. I think. Oh, is that all this is? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we're all insecure. It's just our mind has a fucked up way of kind of spelling it out for you. But it ends up I can breathe underwater. I didn't get the girl, but I can breathe underwater. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's, I guess, if you're patching a cistern, that doesn't really sound very exciting. No, it's not very exciting. If you can breathe underwater, you go on adventures, you don't patch a cistern. No, yeah, they made me work for them, but there was no way out. No, and as for me, looking at the purse, maybe yeah, it was... Jerk. Yeah, maybe it was just like, maybe that's a sign to you, like, not everything is the end of the world and calm the fuck down, and... What, me being kidnapped is not the end of the world? Well, you got out, didn't you? Not really, they just made me work for them. Yeah, but you were able to get out and, and find me when I was when you rudely interrupted me shopping for purses. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's some. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, from the top, a woman abandons Greg. He deflates in a cavern, representing impotence. <laughs> the only cure is to take a pill, and then it works. And Sarah's no help. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I'm not too worried about that part, mm. but I I don't know. I still don't know really what the, what it is. I don't know. Well, anyway, there it is. There's the dream. So maybe if anybody has an interpretation, they can they can email. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, for me with the not caring thing, because I'm always, like, there to listen to you when you're spazzing, which is every day. Which I like to think, behind the scenes, I, I even though I'm calling you out now, I like to think I'm a pretty good calming force for you. I have what? to talk Greg down from the ledge, like, every day. No, you do not. A little bit. Oh, come on. Really? I'm That's where we're going to go? Just you're just an angel? Sarah, on the Sarah right the now. angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's saying maybe, uh, so Nipples is saying maybe it means that you don't need no woman to help you out in this world, whether it's Sarah or Beyonce's sister. Okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. All you need is a shark and a pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shark and a pill. No, no, I'd rather have <laughs> Beyonce's sister there. <laughs> wow, thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least. I could be helpful. Uh, not in this. What kind of purses was that? Did, I don't know. It was like, it was like a. It was. Uh, I actually remember because it was a big, like thing of purses. It was like knitted purses or something. Oh, knitted I don't purses. Know. No, that would never hold all of my trinkets. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't too concerned about your purse Do in this situation. Do you remember the color of the purse? Uh, it was like a maroon, dark maroon. Oh, I would not have a maroon purse. That does not go with my outfits. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then I don't know. Maybe you're, it was an alternate version of you. Your dream purses are stupid. Oh, cop. Yeah. Well, now I've got to learn everything about Solange Knowles, so. Okay. Because that's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Why was she in there? Yeah, see, if you want to look up your history, your Google history, it's just going to be all Solange Knowles. Yeah. Again, the first time ever, I think, that anybody, anybody said that. Yeah. <laughs> This is a weird show. It's a weird world, man. You know what? Let's just adapt to it. Greg, do you see my big bag of M&Ms? Yes, indeed. Look. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. There you go, Greg. Greg got some uh, some breaking gumball machine news. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Cutting edge right here. Greg, this happened in Florida. Okay. This is what happens when you're trying to find happy stories amidst everything. A man is on the run after stealing a gumball machine from a Florida restaurant. 
He stole a gumball machine, huh? Winter Haven police in Florida are now asking your help. You, the public's help. Breaking news. Gumball heist. They need your help identifying a suspected gumball thief. Oh, boy. All right, this is what this is what happened. Let me break it down for you. A man entered Sakura Restaurant. Um, this happened yesterday. He told employees that he was there to service their gumball machine. But service it, he do did Do gumball not. machines need servicing They generally? sure do. It's a big... Yeah, somebody's got to refill it. Somebody does. Okay. Let's get into gumball servicing. Is there much money in that? I mean... It's specialized, it's so probably. Piece, right? Mm-hmm. The suspect said that uh, he would need to take the machine <laughs> outside to fix it. That is then that, he, uh, that is when he left the restaurant with the machine in an unknown vehicle. The machine being the gumball machine. He stole the gumball machine, even though he said he was just taking it outside to oh, fix it. Oh boy. Oh. Well, if you see any suspect gumball machines in Florida, let me give you a description of it. Who so, wants a gumball machine that bad? I mean, I guess they are kind of cool. Well, this particular gumball machine... You know machine, what? I would like one for the studio. Actually, I kind of want a gumball machine for the studio, too. Yeah, if anybody's got an extra gumball machine. Or if, we don't you, have enough or if you have one here. that <laughs> fell off the back of a truck. Greg's using uh, quotation marks with his fingers right now. Yeah. So he's Let basically telling you to give us your stolen gumball machine. Yeah, that's... Well, yep. this gumball machine in particular is racing-themed and has black and red stripes. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a bad boy gumball machine. Nah, that's all right. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> you can offer it to people when they come in, like, hey, you want a bad boy gumball? Yeah. And then you don't have to put a quarter in. You just kind of hit it on the top with your with your fist, just, and then a gumball pops out. Yeah. And you're like, m'lady. And you give them a gumball. Don't try and put it in their mouth, though. Don't put gumballs in people's mouths. Why not? Well, anyone who recognizes the suspect, which uh, you can go ahead and look up that suspect photo online. <laughs> this is exactly what this story says. Greg, this is how it is. Anyone who recognizes the suspect or has noticed someone with a recently acquired gumball machine is asked to call police immediately. Boy, Ted, that's a nice gumball machine you have there. Where'd you get that? Uh, <laughs> um, I, it, was a, it was a gift. Uh. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's the perpetrator. There's a picture of him, so okay. if you see any rogue gumball machine owners, yeah, you get a hold of them. You'll be sure to let consult people in the authorities. Know. Oh, Greg, from uh, gumballs to Legos, proudest world of crazy. Greg, a miniature replica of Philadelphia is currently being built out of Legos. Oh, which actually sounds kind of awesome. Yes, a miniature Lego Sounds replica like of the of city of Philadelphia is being constructed in honor of the opening of the upcoming Legoland Discovery Center, which will be located in Philadelphia. Oh. Now, Legoland Discovery Center's Philadelphia Facebook page shared a ballot form encouraging residents to vote for which Philadelphia landmarks they would like to see recreated in Miniland Philadelphia. That'd be kind of cool to see, like, a mini Portland. Probably, Portland. probably is there somewhere. Well, the page uh, shared links encouraging residents to write in locations such as the Liberty Bell, City Hall, or even popular Philly cheesesteak restaurants. Uh, so the center broke ground on October 25th and is expected to open its doors in spring of 2017. Are you going to book your flight to yes. Philadelphia to see That's this? Abs- I'm saving up all my money. I mean, I always think it's impressive when people make those giant things out of Legos and because, man, that takes a lot of time, though. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's expensive. 
Legos are expensive. Yeah. Remember I had a story like years ago about black market Legos. Oh, what, stolen ones? Yeah, because a guy was like stealing Legos and then he was uh, selling them. Hmm. Yeah, there's some black market Legos out there. Yeah. Would they you don't... buy black market Legos? Why do you always ask me stupid things? I no. just, I'm trying to get a feel for you. I'm trying to understand, you know, how far you'd go. Well, I like I... to know people's limits. I would not buy. I really do. Black market Legos. That's why I always I've... offer. Oh, go ahead. No, I just, I have no interest in owning Legos. That's why I always try to get people to like drink weird things. Or like take I think shots it's of hot sauce or broken inside of you. Shots of mayonnaise and things. Like, hey, here's a dollar. Try that. And then sometimes people will do it. And then I know where I where I can push things. All right, this story made me laugh. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna flip these. All right. Uh oh. I'm gonna save that on one the for fly very flip. Last. I did an on the fly flip. Fly flip. That's a radio term mm-hmm. that we just came up with. You're so weird. A Swedish man Uh-oh. <laughs> has decided to make an offer, a unique offer, to the residents of America who are hoping to perhaps get out of the country underneath uh, the regime of the new president-elect. Now, this guy's name is Gustav Hallen. He's 30 years young from Stockholm has put himself up for auction on eBay to be someone's sexy Swedish husband. <laughs> yes, you can. For $50,000, Gustav, $50, Gustav huh? has offered to marry any American who wants to flee the United States and take up Swedish citizenship. Because it'd be impossible for anyone to find someone in another country to marry other no, than exactly. without paying fifty grand. That's exactly it. Because, you know, because it's impossible. Except for, thank God, Gustav is there. there. Let me look this guy up. So he's Swedish Gustav. Who's... Yeah. Well, when you look it up, it's going to say now that he's he was doing this as a joke, which clearly it didn't start out as a joke. Oh, but yeah. Now it's like, now it's like, now uh, it's like oh, I mean. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Gustav says, U.S. What's Gustav's just... last name? Gustav Hallen. H-A-L-L-E-N. Gustav, uh, in his listing, it says, uh, the United States just became the land of the free to leave. Why oh, not looks, move? He looks very Swedish. Yeah. Why not move to a better place like Sweden? Open for all suggestions, female, male, or other. I like long walks and Netflix. He's very <laughs> deep. I like long walks oh, and Netflix. Okay. I weep for the country. Well, Gustav, who works as a photographer, art director, and surf instructor, says that uh, in his item Did description. you surf in Sweden? I mean, he would have to if he's a surf instructor. It seems like it'd be really cold. That's not why they make the wetsuits. I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm true. You right, got well. me there. I got you, Greg. Boo, boo. Got you good, fucker. Boo, boo. Got you good, fucker. All right. Gustav uh, describes himself in his eBay listing. Again, where he lists himself starting bid, $50,000. Uh, he says he has some weather damages and a minor eye problems, but overall good physical health and a fine specimen. He thinks he's worth 50 grand, huh? Well, the six foot tall. Oh, he's a tallie, Greg. Yeah, those, yeah. Scandinavian people are all tall. Well, he said uh, he did not receive any bids before eBay removed his listing. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Uh, when CNN wrote to ask him about it, he said, oh, no, the listing was meant as a joke. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I noticed the reactions uh, of the election, and people were upset, so I thought I would do something fun for my friends to laugh at. I totally didn't intend for anyone to actually buy me. Ha, ha, ha. 
He said, I set the price so high that I wouldn't get an offer. It was just for fun. <laughs> I'm not at all sad that nobody bid on me. He said, then I saw a lot of people were sharing it. The best thing was the reaction. People laughed at it. They're oh. laughing at me. They're laughing at me. Oh, Gustav. Oh, Gustav. Finally, there's this. A new toy that's coming out just for uh, just in time for Christmas is now concerning some concerned parents who are concerned okay. about this toy. Oh, boy. Which is concerning. Concerned parents. Well, parents are now flocking to complain about an inappropriate children's toy that is coming out called the Silly Sausage. <laughs> it already sounds awesome. Okay, the Silly the silly Sausage. Yes, a new toy that is set to be the hit of Christmas and has already been popular with kids does not seem to be quite so popular with parents. This is called the Silly Sausage. The Silly Sausage is a speedy reaction game that tells kids... What uh, what you have to do with the large plastic sausage? That's the toy. Greg, we look. I want to make sure I'm, this I'm is 100% real. I'm trying to find the silly sausage toy. Yeah, the looks silly like sausage. there's a book series called the Silly Sausage. Because I made sure that I, I looked it up and it was from some sites, but now I don't want to actually. Yahoo do News Canada is reporting it. Okay. The Silly Sausage is a speedy reaction game that tells kids what you do, like what you have to do with a large plastic sausage, like you know, like a bop it. <laughs> okay. You remember I mean, those? It tells players to. Poke me, stretch me, and dip me. And promises 10 grilling games to make sure that children get a good laugh over Christmas. However, parents are labeling the giant red sausage as inappropriate for kids. Highlighting the obvious connotations. I don't see any obvious connotations, do you? No. Sausages I mean, are what? delicious. Yeah. Wow, I think that's some dirty-minded parents right there. Mine first. A thread titled... On a parenting forum, of course, on the internet. Uh, is this the Concerned most inappropriate game you have parent. ever seen? It was entirely devoted to the toy. So far, the toy is still on the shelves. Pick up your silly sausage today. Where you can poke me, stretch me, dip me. <laughs> I mean, does it does it talk and say these things in like a... Poke me. Stretch me. Is that your sausage voice? Poke me. Poke me. Stretch me. Stretch me. Shake me. <laughs> Dip me. me. Dip me. <laughs> yeah, right. That's some pervy parents. Like, yeah, you know as Kristen what? in the live chat just said, it's only inappropriate because of the adults, because the adults think of it that way. Yeah, kids aren't thinking of it as anything other than just a weird toy. Or their minds are corrupted by. <gasps> Can you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the a... Amazon link, and buy a silly <laughs> sure. sausage? Making me think of penises. <laughs> Somebody please cut that out. <laughs> Don't cut that out. Oh, we definitely need. Not only do we need a gumball machine. God, this has been the best world of crazy ever. It's, it's a weird one. It's a, like 100% satisfied with it's this. It's a weird one. Um, so now we have learned that we need both a gumball machine and a silly sausage for the studio because we just don't have enough crap in here. All right, there you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. That was a good world of crazy, Sarah. Thanks, Greg. That was good. That Thanks. was solid. Thanks, bud. That was a solid one. Appreciate it. Um, I've got just a little bit of ball talk. There's not a whole lot going on in the world of balls. I was just thinking of all the um, <laughs> the puns from last night with the, with the bingo balls. 
And oh, you being yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the bingo ball boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the bingo ball Greg boy. Greg was the bingo ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. Especially if you've had like a long week, it's funny to just laugh at Greg getting upset about being called the bingo I'm ball boy. I'm not the bingo ball boy. <laughs> I'm a man. You are. Sometimes. Solange thought I was. Until she ditched you. Yeah, and then she ditched me. <laughs> Damn it. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. We're just going to do a brief uh, ball talk today. Brief balls. We're going to cut right to the chase, and I'm going to make some predictions. So, quick update on my quest to win $160 from the uh, quote-unquote suicide league that I'm in. 32 people, down to two, me and the other guy, who I've never met. Winner take all, $5 in, we get $160. Wasn't someone saying that uh, the guy that you're against is like the O'Doyles? Yeah, from, I just from from, Billy Madison. Okay, so I don't know this guy. So here's what it is. I've got a friend uh, at Landmark who Josh who put together this pool, and he knows all, everybody who's in it. I don't know. I know of a couple of people that are in it, and they're already out. But there were 32 of us, and it's down. So each week you pick one NFL team to win, and if they win, you move on. If they lose, you're out. But you can never pick that same team again. So each week you have to pick a different team to win. You know until it gets down to whoever uh, you know wins out. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's down to me and this one other guy. Now, I picked Baltimore last night, so I've already, I'm already moving on this week. I don't know who he picked, so I don't know if he's going to be moving on or not. Wait, so if he picked somebody and they lost, that means you won? Yeah, but the, it was just the one game last night. So okay. unless he picked Cleveland, which I doubt. I don't know if he picked Baltimore, too. I haven't found out yet. So I'm at least moving on. I don't know if he is. But the thing is... Um, this guy, all I know is that yeah, it's, it's this dude, and I guess it's got it's him and like a couple of brothers, and they were quoted as saying, uh, "I've heard they're they're very fun to be around, but they're also dicks." <laughs> so they're kind of and they were said they were like the O'Doyles from uh, from Adam Sandler movies. Is it is that Billy Madison? Billy Madison, yeah. yeah O'Doyle yeah. rules. O'Doyle rules. And I guess I, that's how they are. I swear that's still like people of our generation who grew up with that movie. Like I still like think that all like oh O'Doyle rules. Yeah, it just yeah. pops up in your head. Anytime at I see times. a bully, it's just like O'Doyle rules. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess that's how these guys are. So I really want to beat the O'Doyles. Beat the O'Doyles, Greg. But I don't know where I'm at yet. So so far though, I'm moving on at least. We'll see if he loses. If he loses, I get 160 bucks. Ooh, do I get half of it? Why? You've done nothing. I'm your business partner. You've done nothing for me in this thing. Yes, I have cheered you on. No, you haven't. Ah, uh-huh. go Greg. You don't cheer me on for anything. Sure do. Anyway. My purse shop in peace. Yeah, you yeah, maybe if you'd called the police for me, that would have been some some well, reason that I would have helped you out. Deserved it. All right. Well anyway, uh, let's just do this. We're just gonna make my predictions for this week. Jess says, take the Giants over Cincy this week. I already won because I picked Baltimore for this week, and they played last night. So I'm good. I don't know how he is. i got to find out. Uh, all right. Predictions, Sarah. Predictions in college football, as I've been almost entirely correct. Rarely have, been, have I been mildly correct in my predictions this entire season. Oh, my God. Just get it over with. First up. Number 22, Boise State versus the University of Hawaii. Hawaii. The Hawaii Warriors, where Fun Employment Radio is going to be going in less than a month. We will be in Hawaii broadcasting shows from there. An Aloha Stadium. It's going to be 84 degrees there tomorrow. Versus the Boise State Broncos. 
Yip, 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 yip. What's up? Nay. Boise State Broncos versus the Hawaii Warriors used to be the Rainbow Warriors. They had a rainbow on the side of it. They dropped the rainbow. It's just the Hawaii Warriors now. That was an interesting fact. Keep going. Here's what's going to happen. Going into Honolulu. The Boise State Broncos will be bucking off the Warriors. Because, you know, the Warriors ride horses That's sometimes, enough. and then the Broncos going to buck enough. them off. Boise State will win that game. There you go. There's your prediction. Place money on there and send me a tithing. That'd be wonderful. Uh... Game number two, and Sarah, I'm going to have you pick the third one because I study this all week long. This is all I do with my extra time. We're going to go to number 20. Ooh, I'm going, ooh, this That's is a big one. That's the one I was going to pick. Okay, I'll let you, okay, I'll let you pick that one. Then I'm going to do this. Louisiana State University, the Tigers, number 24 versus the Arkansas Razorbacks. I know, that was the one I was, I don't know which other one. Oh, well, pick, uh. Which one should I pick? Pick the one that's happening up north. All right, so. LSU, Tigers, 5-3 and three versus the Arkansas Razorbacks, 6-3, and three, taking place in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Razorback Stadium. This is a tough one. Normally, I'd go Tigers, but boy, Razorbacks, looking kind of good. That's a hog with a razor on its back, kind of. Like razor blades? Well, kind of, I mean, they're not really razor blades, but it looks like it's a, it's a pig that's got kind of like a mohawk thing. Made of razor blades? Some Tigers are getting bored this weekend because the Arkansas Razorbacks are going to win. Doesn't even make any sense. Well, we get gored. Gored by a board. Oh, I thought you said bored. Okay. No, well, I think I, I might have. I think you actually did. Well. Which one am I supposed to pick? Okay, Arkansas is going to win. Uh, final one. Sarah, this is your choice. The one you wanted me to pick was number four, University of Washington. Oh, yes, that one. Number four, University of Washington versus number 20, USC. University of Southern California, heading up there to Husky Stadium. 59 degrees tomorrow, going to be raining a little bit. A little out of sorts for these Southern California boys. Heading up into Seattle. Traffic's going to be a mess. Now, Washington's feeling pretty high and mighty right now, sitting at 9-0, number four. First time in a long time. Long time that Washington has been good. And they are good. But they're not going to be good enough tomorrow. USC is going to upset University of Washington in Seattle. That's a big pick right there. That's a big pick. That's a hot take. USC is going to upset University of Washington in Seattle. Tomorrow, the Trojans will emerge victorious over the Huskies. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Big time predictions there. Big time predictions. Wow, Greg. The table, Greg. How you doing over there? Doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, just feeling a little crazy. Yeah, a little crazy, a but little I gotta crazy. wrap it back in because I got another show to there do here go. in a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, thank Ooh. you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment. Can I tell Radio. you something I'm doing this weekend? Yes, I'm very excited. Speaking of pop up the volume, um, okay. one of the other songs, well, it has an amazing soundtrack, by the way. Uh, yes, I, Greg's giving me the finger to wrap it up. I'm going to see The Descendants for the first time tomorrow, and I'm so, so, so excited. Oh, cool. Yeah, they've been one of my favorite bands since, you know, I was a teenager, and this is the first time I'm seeing them, so I'm really, really excited. Very cool. So, uh, assholes downtown, don't burn down downtown Portland and ruin my chance of going to see The Descendants. Please don't burn down downtown Portland. Please stop burning shit.
Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much to everyone who came out last night. Uh, thank you to Craig from Michigan, who's been in town this week and dropped off some M&Ms and Cheetos for us. I like Cheetos. Yeah, and the Cheetos are for us, and Greg is hoarding them over there. Well, I'll just take care of them for you. With your face? Thank you so much uh, to everybody who supports Fun Employment Radio. It has been a strange show and a strange week, and we really appreciate mm. all of you. Um, I hope we can provide you know our hour of respite from whatever else is going on. From everything. That's what we Because there's still do. good <laughs> things happening, and, and you're all good people, and there we are just good enjoy hanging out with you. There are good things and good people. That's so great, Greg. Yep, that is absolutely mm. true. None of that has changed. All right. Um, uh, oh, I can tell when you go crazy when you start to sing at the end. Uh-oh. Don't forget to follow Fun Employment Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference for us, and we really do appreciate it when you can do that, at Fun Imp Radio. Yeah, we don't and like us on face- stuff. No, we don't. We probably don't post enough, to be honest. And, and uh, like us on Facebook. Leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or however you listen to this show. If you listen to via podcast, you know, just give us those little stars or whatever. Stars or a quick review. Say, hey, I like these guys. You might like them, too. That would be cool because that, that also helps us out. Helps us continue this programming. That was real good, Greg. That was real well, good. Well, it's true. It is true, and I'm saying that was real good. It sounded a little... Okay, stop being mad at me because I was in your dream and not nice to you. Yeah, well, just call the police. If I tell you to call the police, <laughs> put down the damn purse. Dream sir, I'm sure is very Anyway, sorry. Solange will get a hold of you soon. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, <laughs> for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. My vest. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.